All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. How's your journey going? How is your journey going as you are building your counseling practice? Are you early in the journey? Are you deep in there, like five, six years? Are you getting close to that 20-year mark? Maybe looking at retirement. Maybe not. I hope wherever you are in your journey, you are enjoying it. Especially those high moments. Enjoy that, my friends. Because, you know, sometimes those low ones come in and bite us in the butt. And we're like, come on. Why, what am I doing here? <laughs> so enjoy it. Enjoy your moments. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to go into something that a lot of people ask about. And that's ranking. You know, you, you want to be able to build uh, a, a kick-ass website, right? And you want to make sure that it's ranking high. Uh, otherwise, you're kind of thinking to yourself, well... Well, damn, how are people going to find my website? I got pretty pictures, but I want them to find it. Right? That's what, that's what supports with that conversion. So let's get into that. And the way that I'm going to break it down today is I'm going to list it off. It's, it's your work to ensure that you dive in, you do the work, right? You get your hands dirty or, or wet, whatever whatever that saying is. But I always mistake it. Now, there's no perfect place to start here. Although some may disagree with that. When we're looking at ranking, I'm going to share a set amount of strategies with you. And you can use all of them. You could use some of them. That one's up to you. So let's start with strategy number one. And this one has to do with copywriting. Copywriting is where you're able to connect to the person that's signing on your website. So it's important too as you're looking at copywriting who your ideal client is. You know, if, if, if you're a therapist out there, a counselor out there, and your focus is on supporting couples that are prepared to be, um, or in that marriage preparation phase, then really looking at what they're looking for, right? They're looking to not get divorced. You know, they're looking to maybe learn how to communicate about money, learn how to communicate about living together, and, and in-laws, and maybe religion, and all those type of topics that go into that. So that's where, if you want to rank high, you got to think about, what your ideal clients will be searching for. And then that content goes into your website, whether you're creating a post about it, like a blog post, or you're creating a web uh, page, uh, like a page itself that's uh, maybe is for um, your website slash counseling for uh, serious couples or premarital counseling or marriage preparation counseling, right? Somewhere in that realm. That's the first one, right? You want to be able to take a step back at this moment and say, okay, Am I effectively communicating with the ideal clients that are seeking my services, right? That are reaching out to me online. And then you want to be able to say yes, of course, you know, yes. And, and, and even have data on it, data as far as how they're connecting with you, what they're typing in there. Now, as a side note, this data you, you can get in many ways. One that I continue to use to this day, I think sometimes we kind of just skip right over it because it's old school, is your intake. You know, whenever you give a patient an intake, include it in there. You know, of course, they, they can answer or not answer it, but have that information. Make it easy for them when you have checkboxes. You know, how, how did you find my office or how did you hear about me? 
and then put Google, uh, Facebook, and, and just list them all out and see which one um, they're able to, the, to check off. And then you could even follow up with them or have your admin follow up with them. This gives you a bit more detail. It helps you keep keeps your ducks in a row so that you know what to do moving forward. Item number two when it comes to uh, ranking your website, make sure that it goes higher and higher, is you want to be able to have links. You know, links are vital because links drive traffic, right? They drive people to your website. They, they let the internet space know that this is a, a place that's very much alive. Now, to drive traffic with links, you've got to be able to build connections in the online space. Uh, I'll give you a couple examples of what you can do to get the ball rolling. Let's say that you're that same therapist out there and you work with couples. Well, you, we'll use a different example that way. You know, maybe there's no therapist listening to work with couples. Let's say you work with families as a separate example. Reach out to family magazines in your area that have maybe online, article, online magazine subscri- subscriptions. See if you're able to write for them. Get on Herald. That's where they have all these uh, reporters who share different uh, writings that they're looking for. And it's free. All you got to do is put the writing in there, send it to them, and they're going to let you know, yes, they're going to publish it or no. And that's going to build your links over time. Reach out to different podcasts. You know, if, if you're listening to this, but your business is in the counseling realm, not directly with patients, but uh, with uh, clinicians themselves, more in that consulting uh, perspective, reach out to me. We'll do an episode, and then that gives you a link, and then that link helps your website rank higher. Right? You see the simplicity in that. The most difficult part in that process is the action, getting in there and doing that step. Right? You can listen all day. You can learn all day. You can build that education, but at some point, we got to take that step, and, and we build that courage over time. I know, I, I know you can do this. Give yourself time. Give yourself space. Within your website, you can build uh, links as well. And one just savvy, clear way to do that is having a consistent blog. If you've got a website and you're the therapist in, in town that works with uh, families, have a bunch of articles that you write once a week or once a month. You know, one article a month is 12 in a year. You know, two, then you're going double. Three, you're going triple. Four, and, and it gets higher and higher. By the end of the year, you know, you're going to be doing a lot more than what other people are doing. And that's something important when you're looking at ranking. It's increasing the amount of work that you're doing, productivity and content. That supports you in taking that leap from the rest of the group. You know, getting a little bit more advanced, if you will. Uh, Kobe Bryant had this really uh, amazing interview, and it, and it relates to what we're talking about here. And he shared, and I'm going to probably butcher it, but he shared that he would wake up like at 2 a.m. or something or 4 a.m. And then he'd have one practice. And then later he'd have two. So he would practice like maybe three to four times, something like that in a given day because he would wake up so early. And then he would share, you know, all the persons out there that are going to be my competitors, all the other athletes I'm going to play with. Not many of them are doing that. They may be waking up a couple hours after me. So I'm getting four practices in and they're getting maybe one or two in a day. And he shared, in the very beginning, that's probably not a big deal. But you do that for five years. You do that for 10 years. You do that for a good minute. And those numbers just start to skyrocket. And this same theory that he shared, we see in economics. When you look at, if I start investing as a a 19-year-old, 
versus if I start investing as a 45-year-old. In the beginning, there might not be that big of a difference, but over time, that one that started investing at an earlier age is going to be far more advanced than the other one. So kind of keep that in mind. Look at, you know, the best time to grow a tree. Not my quote. I think somebody else's quote. Best time to grow an oak tree. Well, hell, it would have been like 50 years ago or 100 years ago. Some point, right? At some point in the past. But right now is the best time. Right now is when we can start doing it. And, and you've, you've got this. Give yourself that kindness. Give yourself that love, that compassion. You've got this. Next point to look at when we want to rank a website. And, and again, we went over a couple, a couple of key ones is having an external channel that connects to your website. I've seen this very uh, to be very supportive. So some counselors that have an external channel of YouTube or of a podcast will kind of stick to those two for now. And it could be Instagram. It could be uh, TikTok. It could be whatever it may be. The basis of it is this. You have this external channel that you're building content around a niche area, Right? So when people watch that niche area, you let them know who you are. You have links that go back to your website, and then they go from that to the site. So I'll give you some examples here. Let's say that you have a YouTube channel, and then on there, all you do is talk about, um, let's say you're a counselor work with couples. You talk about couples. Couples this, couples that, couples up, couples down, couples here, couples there. And then people start to see you. They start to see you in action. Because that's what's different when it comes to us as mental health professionals. We don't, you know, we don't have the same opportunity as, let's say, someone who is a um, engineer or someone who does carpentry, you know, or contractor for a home. They're able to say, "Look at all these homes that I've built," and then you go, "Well, damn, those homes look good. Of course, I'm going to hire you." But but us as mental health professionals, we don't necessarily go, into, go we don't necessarily go into the community and say, you know, here's a whole bunch of things that I could say. Or please believe me, I know my stuff, right? And it's such a confidential field that even building reviews can be challenging. So to bridge that gap that's going to support with ranking your website higher, building that exposure in a healthy, ethical way would be getting on, let's say, YouTube. And on there, you're talking about couples. And people get to know you and they go, I relate to this person. That was some good feedback. That was some good advice. That's a really good tip. And then from there, what they do is they do the most logical thing. They evaluate their life and where they're at, and they see how you fit in there. And if you fit in there, because more than likely you will, because they're they're watching you, then they then they go to the next step. Then that next step would be what you're sharing with them on that video, every video that you do. That's going to be go back to your website, and then schedule an appointment. So you see that nice process there. And then doing that, yes, it leads to a conversion. What it also does is it starts to tell the internet space that you are relevant. Your website is relevant. And then that ranks it up higher and higher over time. Um, Another place to go to, and not many people use this one, um, but I enjoy it and I think it's very helpful. So Google has Google My Business. And hopefully you're listening to this and hopefully you have Google My Business. If not, hop on it, my friends. You know, Bruno Mars styles, hop on it. Now, with that being said, on Google My Business, right, is this platform, you can start writing posts on there as well. And if you already have a website that you're writing posts for, all you have to do is repurpose that content. That means, you know, if you write a 
1,000 uh, word post on ways to help couples improve communication. Pull 300 of those words and maybe the first header and shift that right over to that Google post. Next place to look at, and this one is one where it takes a little bit more time. I know we talked about linking in the, in earlier today. What I want you to try to do is I want you to try to identify what are called like attractive links. So attractive links would be pages that are getting a lot of people navigating to them. You know, a couple of those would be directories that are very popular in the mental health world. Uh, marriage.com, Psychology Today, uh, Good Therapy, uh, Forbes, Huffington Post, right? Those type of places. And I'm sure you know a lot, a lot that will come to mind. So you got to think to yourself, you got to say, okay, if I can get a link here by adding value, that's going to rank you high because you're connected to something that's ranked high. So then it pulls you up, if that makes sense. So then you're kind of thinking, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'd love to do that. How do I do it? And it's putting that, it's doing the legwork, you know, rolling your sleeves up and going to each of those sites. Most of them have something about submitting an article. Go through that process. Share the ideas that you want to submit to them. Don't give up when they say no, because, right, we're not the only ones venturing in there. We're not the only ones, uh, I mean, heck, we're not the only one listening to this episode. There's, probably, there's so many people listening to this episode. So you're all going to go out there and, you're, and maybe all of you are going to do the same thing, which is great. There's so much value to the community. But be aware that maybe not, not everyone's going to get that, that, that thumbs up, that green flag. And if you don't get the green flag, push forward. Try it again next time. Try it again next time. Try a different pitch, a different idea. Having just one of those can sometimes kick off the whole system and then lead you to a really high ranking um, space. Next place we want to go to is ensuring that it supports those ranking uh, your, your site. It's ensuring that your meta description is clear, it's effective, it's relevant to the title and to the information being shared in your page or post. So just to kind of uh, provide a little education here on, on the back end, if you get on Google, Right, you're on there. You type in um, counseling uh, advice or, or advice for depression. Just just advice for depression. Let's say you type that in. What you're going to realize is that a lot of different headers and, and titles are going to pop up. Like some may say, twenty tips and, and a bunch of other stuff. What I want you to do is I want you to read each one that comes up, and then I want you to see that. Typically, the first page is a great example of this, that there's going to be a strong relationship between the title, the URL, which is the www.blah, blah, blah, and then the three or four sentences below it. With your website, ensure that each of your pages, each of your blog posts have that strong relationship. So here's an example of this. Let's say that you get on Google and then you type in um, relationship tips for couples and it pops up and then one of those that pops up and we're going to use a healthy example here so we can uh, use it to be relevant with it one of those that pops up first shows that title right and then on the title is um is exactly what i shared with you so then from there you know once we see that title we look at the url 
well, the URL is a counseling website, right? And we're making this up. This is a healthy example. And the counseling website is www.counselorandblanktown.com. And there's that forward slash, right? And then from there, it has that same title again. So then we're like, well, good. They're consistent. The title is connected to the URL. So then below that, we see the wording, right? A couple of sentences there. That's that meta that we were discussing, the meta description. And then that goes into number one tip, blah, blah, blah. Number two, and it writes a little bit of number two, and then it kind of cuts off to read more. So now it's super relevant, right? It makes sense. It makes, it makes you, you're curious. You're intrigued. You want to click on it. What we don't want to do is we don't want to have <clears throat> those areas to be inconsistent. Because when, when, when Google's looking at this, the perspective of it is that it wants to give users. So anybody who's searching, right? The person searching to put that in there, it wants to make the process for them easy and simple. So if from our end, when we make our website, if our pages or, or posts, do not do that often often they'll rank a little bit lower compared to others all right what do you think so far it may it may have been a lot here's here's what i want want you to think about you don't have to do all of it you just got to do some of it i've seen counselors that i've worked with where their websites rank high just doing one of these things not even touching the others there's some counselors i've worked with that do a couple of them the key item is engaging, is processing. This doesn't have to be something that you do. I had a recent consulting session, and then I'm sharing with the individual because they were asking about the, about about uh, about the podcast, and they asked a very interesting question. They said, "You know, you you give a lot of feedback on there. Do you ever get worried that people are just going to listen to it and not hire you to do consulting?" And I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> maybe I should have thought about that." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I said, "No, no, no. You know, I, I, I love supporting. And I love giving people feedback. Like I want people to listen and to take gold nuggets and to apply them." Um, and I shared with him. I said, um, "You know, think about why you hired me. You know, did did you hire me to give you that type of feedback, or did you hire me to help you work on your business?" And he was like, "On the business, right?" So. At least for my end, you know, whenever it's consulting, that's one key item that we focus on. We focus on really getting away from that day-to-day grind, right? The day-to-day where you're trying to catch up on your case notes. You're trying to make sure that you get the right diagnosis. You know, doing those things aren't going to increase your income. They're just going to get you more stressed and more tired. Like, yes, you grow as a clinician, but you're listening to this to grow as an entrepreneur. You're listening to this to grow your business. You're listening to this to increase your revenue, to hire more uh, clinicians, to maybe purchase your first building. And those are elements that connect to working on the business. So I want you to think about that. And before we head off, apply one. That's the goal. Just one of these items into your website. If you're doing a DIY, that's on you. If you're hiring someone to do it for you or you already have somebody hired, remember, it's vital that you are asking the right questions. You have an evaluation system. You're able to analyze what they're doing so that you can see it in front of you and you can, you're able to say with peace, okay, we're going in the right direction uh, versus kind of like that blind trust of, you know, here's the payment. I know that you're doing a good job. I see people are coming into the practice and I'm going to leave it as that. You know, we, we, we want to know the numbers um, because th- they help you make better decisions. You, you stay a bit more informed. My friends, thank you for spending 
just about 20 minutes with me. I appreciate that. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are smiling. My wife says that at night when I go to bed, um, like during my sleep, I, I laugh a lot. So that's something I really like about myself. <laughs> um, kind of odd, but I, I enjoy it. I much rather have that than something else. Uh, if you can, to support uh, the podcast, the Counselor's Journey to Practice, to continue to grow and to let you know, let other counselors and community know that we are here and the goal is to help and to um, be present. If you will leave a review on wherever you listen to, share with me what you were learning, um, maybe one item that's, that's helped you, you know, listening to this podcast. I'd greatly appreciate that. Have a wonderful rest of morning, day, evening, wherever you're at. Enjoy it. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity, and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go, yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.